the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good Friday morning and welcome into the Bruce Hooley Show. I'm Jack Windsor, editor-in-chief of the Ohio Press Network at theohiopressnetwork.com, coming to you live from Studio 4 right here in Columbus, O-H-I-O. What a Thursday night. I am struggling today. Sometimes uh, I can talk for a really long time about a couple of topics, one topic maybe. Uh, But last night was a big night. Yesterday, I posted to Twitter, is Joe Biden addled with dementia? Or are we seeing dementia because of long-term drug abuse, right? Well, yesterday, we found that uh, no charges for Biden after the special counsel probe into improper handling of classified documents. Now, special counsel Robert Hur collected evidence Biden willfully retained and disclosed classified materials. So one of the things, first of all, I need to make sure that I spend time going through all of the source documents. I've gone through some of the news reports. We're going to go through one of the news reports because I need to dispatch that information to you because it is timely and it is certainly important. But based on my understanding, Joe Biden can't be charged with a crime Because he doesn't remember being VP. I'm laughing because I don't know what else to do with this information. Uh, He doesn't remember being vice president. The Department of Justice said, in essence, he's not fit to stand trial because he's so elderly and feeble. For those of you keeping track at home, maybe that's a new legal standard. If you are feeble, if you are elderly, ask for the Joe Biden treatment. Maybe you won't get prosecuted. Can't get prosecuted, but can still be president of the United States of America at a time when Taiwan and China, we don't know what's going on there, at a time when Ukraine and Russia are at each other, at a time when Iran proxies, also known as terrorist groups, are attacking American troops. Can't be charged with a crime, but has the nuclear code. Jeff, does that does that bother you at all? Does that kind of feel like there's a big game on Sunday and we're going to put the person riddled with the most dementia 
and the most ill-equipped at quarterback for the team that should win the game. I mean, that's kind of what it feels like, right? Except he's not just throwing footballs. He could be throwing atomic bombs. So, you know, Joe Biden, he kind of has... He kind of has two sides in this deteriorated state. He gets angry, gets pissed off and swears and, uh, you know, puffs up and acts like I'm a Biden. Don't, you know, don't F with the Bidens is, is what he loves to say. So he, he puts on the machismo. And then if that's not working or just, you know, just to double up to be safe, then we got to talk about the son that died tragically. Well, both of those were on display last night. And uh, he opened, by the way, he opened it. He, he addressed the nation last night. That's why I'm telling you this. So not only did the special counsel probe results come out, Joe Biden called a special meeting to address Americans at about 745. It's about 15 to 20 minutes late. I don't know if they had to go shake him, uh, you know, get him out of the chair, get him out of the bed. Uh, and, you know, he shuffled into the room. And immediately said, listen, what Donald Trump did was worse than me. I had these documents. You know, they look back over 40 years, documents I had. What? You had documents back four decades? Um, Quick civics lesson. As a senator and as a vice president, you have no ability, inherent ability to declassify documents. So that was interesting. But orange man bad. You know, we had to start with that. And then he wanted to address special counsel, essentially saying he's riddled with feebleness and dementia. And so this is this is Joe Biden addressing that, you know, one part machismo, uh, second part. Feel bad for me. Uh, Cut three. Joe Biden. I know there's some attention paid to some language in the report about my recollection of events. There's even reference that I don't remember when my son died. How in the hell dare he raise that? There it is. Frankly, when I was asked the question, I thought to myself, it wasn't any of their damn business. Do you think he had a thought at all? Let me tell you something. Some of you have commented, I wear since the day he died, every single day, the rosary he got from Our Lady of... Jeff, Our Lady of... And then you hear the fluttering of the shutter of a camera. Joe Biden addressing his dementia displays, you guessed it, dementia. First, he had to puff up. None of your damn business. I wear this. I've worn it. It told me I didn't remember when my son died, and I've worn it since he died. And we got it from our lady. And then, as he always does, he stumbled into another topic. So uh, we might talk about that uh, and and read through some of the news and information about what was discovered. Of course, the press uh, essentially is only reporting no charges for Joe Biden after special counsel probe into proper handling of classified documents. They don't want to talk about the photographs. That was the other thing that he said last night. He said, all these documents were secure. They were under lock and key. Bad news, Joe, that the photos of uh, the boxes and the documents in your garage, those were accompanied uh, with the report, not lock and key, 
um, <laughs> I mean, it looks like they're, they may have been set out for a garage sale. So <clears throat> that was last night. Tell you what else was last night. Is, is the timing coincidental? I mean, did Joe Bi- if, if Joe Biden isn't struggling with dementia, if Joe Biden isn't concerned, why did he call a press conference? You know, um, when a loser tries to bully you, you just kind of swat him off like a fly, right? There's a reason Joe Biden called the press conference. Is it that he's addled with dementia, that he feels like his days are numbered? They should be. So Tucker Carlson, in case you missed it, was in Moscow, and uh, he was talking with Vladimir Putin. It's a two-hour interview. I was able to watch it. I have to watch it again and listen to it. Several key things came up in that interview. And by the way, kudos to Tucker Carlson. He did an excellent job in the interview. Now, for progressives and, and corporate journalists, it's going to be hard for you because I get it. You forgot what real journalism looks like. Well, it happened in Moscow, and it published to X last night. Here is a critical question. Uh, We're going to go to cut seven, and I want you to listen to this. We know that he is putting forward some ideas about this settlement. That is the translator. But in order to agree on something, we need to have a dialogue. Is that not right? Well, but you wouldn't be speaking to the Ukrainian president. You'd be speaking to the American president. When was the last time you spoke to Joe Biden? I cannot remember when I talked to him. I do not remember. We can look it up. You don't remember? No. Why? Do I have to remember everything? I have my own things to do. We have domestic political affairs. Well, he's funding the war that you're fighting, so I would think that would be memorable. Well, yes, he funds, but I talked to him before the special military operation, of course. And I said to him then, by the way, I will not go into details, I never do, but I said to him then, I believe that you are making a huge mistake of historic proportions by supporting everything that is happening there, in Ukraine, by pushing Russia away. I told him, told him repeatedly, by the way. I think that would be correct if I stop here. So the question and the answer are relevant. When's the last time you talked to Joe Biden? It had been so long, Putin didn't remember, or he was posturing that he didn't remember. But when you do the math, you figure out it was uh, before the military operation, so it had been two years or more since Joe Biden and Vladimir Putin talked. Tough question. We're supplying billions of dollars to Russia's adversary, but yet we're not talking to Russia's leader about compromise, about peace. Boy, that raises a lot more questions than it answers. Royal Schultz will be with us next. Stay tuned. Hey, if you're seeking a lucrative side hustle, get over to alphabetareport.com. That's alphabetareport.com. When you get there, you'll see my picture and a green button. Click on the green button, type in my name, W-I-N-D-S-O-R, just like in Canada, just like the royal family. And uh, the guys at Alpha Beta Report will give you a discount. Why is that important? Because they're going to teach you how to turn a small sum of money into a towering asset. 
Check them out today, alphabetareport.com. All right, before we go to the phone line, uh, quickly, Erin Marie Olszewski, she'll be here at 1135. She's the undercover epicenter nurse. Remember her? Tucker Carlson interviewed her way back uh, during the COVID crisis. What she uncovered at the hospital in New York was just devastating. We're going to get an update. What's she been up to? And uh, did we learn anything? Candidate for state representative Kim Georgeston will be here at 1150. Another candidate for state rep, Ty Matthews, 1206. A third candidate for state rep, Charles Tassel at 1222. Uh, and by the way, I said Matthews at 1206. And then uh, this is this is really important. It's interesting. Uh, F. Vincent Vernuccio. He's a I4AW founder and president. He's a labor policy expert. He's worked in the Trump administration. And uh, he's going to tell us what might be going on here in Ohio, particularly with Honda, that you should be concerned about. So we'll talk with him at 1235. And uh, quick note, I got a message from a listener. He said the media has finally turned on Biden. They were scared yesterday with the presser. The world waited 45 minutes wondering if Biden was going to step aside. It's hitting the fan now. We're headed toward a 1968 LBJ moment. After the Supreme Court case yesterday, Trump stood there and talked for the longest time, took all kinds of questions without any hiccups, didn't freeze up or, you know, soil his pants uh, at a loud and busy airport. Oh, the contrast between these two. The law of contrast is powerful, powerful indeed. All right, I want to welcome him in. He is Royal Schultz. Royal, how are you today? I am well. Thanks for having me, Jack. Absolutely. So I spent some time yesterday um, telling our listeners about Jericho's Light Club, about One Way Street Ministries, But give us a reminder about what both of those uh, organizations do. Well, One Way Street Ministries is actually doing business as Jericho's Light Club, and we traditionally have done that by uh, operating a drop-in center in the Franklinton area of Columbus, Ohio. Uh, In this drop-in center, uh, we we serve a hot meal every Friday and Saturday night uh, from 6 to 9, uh, we have donations of clothing, underwear, socks, tents, um, tarps, things that people uh, who are living on the land need uh, to stay warm or stay cool. It is uh, definitely a need. Um, definitely. Let me ask you this. I'm going to go about this in a different way, uh, and then we'll circle back to an event that you have coming up. And uh, give us some examples about the power of what you're doing there. And you're doing it in the the Franklinton area. So two-part question. Remind our listeners where Franklinton is. I think most of them know, but give them a reminder. And then uh, here's the important question, Royal. Why do you do this? Why are you doing this? I'll take the second question first. I am doing this because I believe God called me to do it. Um, I was... uh, sitting in my apartment one day, and God told me to go down to Jericho's uh, and serve the homeless. I actually told him I didn't want to do that because I had experienced homelessness, and I wanted to leave that behind. But I was obedient, and I went, and my heart was broken, and I had a good night. Anytime you go there and you your heart is broken, that's that's a good night. That means you're sharing the heart of God. 
the uh, first question is the Franklinton area is the area of town just west of downtown, just west of downtown yep. between like uh, 315 and I-70. And so um, location-wise, um, give it. do you have – where is – Pardon my uh, asking this. I should have asked it at the beginning. Uh, where is the light club? Where, where do the uh, folks get the opportunity to have a warm meal on, on Friday and Saturday? Currently, we are serving out of uh, St. John's Episcopal Church. We have a, a, a partnership with them. We're serving out of their basement, which has a, a commercial kitchen. And it is at 1003 West Town Street. One zero three. Yep. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Four three two two two. One zero zero three West Town Street. Yeah. Okay. Um, so since we're talking about address contact stuff, if someone is listening and they're a business owner and they say, you know what, uh, I want to support what's going on there, either with food or necessities, or I have a team of people that want to come down and volunteer, or maybe there's somebody listening and they go, you know, I want I want to take my wife, I want to take my kids down, and I want to uh, give them an opportunity to serve in that community. How do folks find you online? Online, they can go to our Facebook page, which is Jericho's Light Club, One Way Street Ministries. You must put all of that in in order to get it because there is another Jericho's Light Club. Um, so that's the best way to uh, see what we're doing. Uh, the best way to contact us is through email, which is Jericho's Light Club at gmail.com. All right. So you've got a spaghetti dinner and bake sale raffles and silent auction on February 25th. What can you tell us about that? Got about a minute here. Okay. That's going to be a lot of fun. It'll be our second annual one. Uh, if it's anything like the first, it's going to be a blast. We have, uh, more products to, to, to raffle off or auction. Um, the bake sale is, all homemade goods uh, from people who are, who are baking for us. I hear there's going to even be some homemade English muffins. Oh, um, that sounds good. Yeah. The spaghetti uh, itself, I happen to know the chefs personally. It's going to be great. That's awesome. And there's going to be a live band uh, called uh, Blue Spectrum, Zane Harshaw and Blue Spectrum. Uh, that's that's going to be amazing, and we welcome anybody to come. It's uh, a donation of $15 at the door, but you can go uh, to our Facebook page and register online or through our PayPal account uh, in advance, and it's $10 uh, prepaid. Royal Schultz, God bless you, brother. Thank you so much for all the work you're doing. Well, thank you. Thank you for having me, Jack. Absolutely. Stay tuned. More on the other side of the break. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.